Welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Uh, all, all right. All okay. right. Okay. Return of the Zack. Get up what it is, what it does. Because it... I'm Zack. That was good. No, I, I was. You, you kind of fizzled out halfway through it, though. Yeah, no, I, I felt like you didn't get the joke. So no, I, was I was there. Like, oh, well, there's no point in committing to this. Have bit. you ever really slowed down that first line where it's get it what it does, what it is, what it isn't? What are you talking about, Mac Lamore? Um, Mac, Mac are, are, did you, t- you is okay, the same a little, a little bump to the nog? Because like you seem a little confused. Get, uh, it's oh, just Mac like, Lamore, what a dude! Do you know that um, when he was like getting his start, he was Professor Mac Lamore. <laughs> was he? That's really? a real thing. <laughs> a prof? Yeah, a, he a was prof. He was Professor Mac Lamore. I forget where the Mac Lamore came from because that's not that has nothing to do with his real name. His real name is Benjamin Haggerty. Yeah, but he was Professor Mac Lamore once. I like you know just some like um hey Prof Mac um I got some stuff to go do. He's like where you head? And, you know I'm going downtown. And then he's like <gasps> downtown. <laughs> <laughs> the sky opens up and the lights shine down. I know like, the song. I have seen the future. My magnum opus lays before me. What are you doing downtown? Right, we're, you know, we're going to go to Goodwill. You know that thrift shop? <gasps> thrift shop? <gasps> yeah. And then he hung up that uh, that sport coat with the elbow pads. Yeah. And became a rapper. <laughs> you doing anything else, Megan? I'm going to go meet my girlfriend. Same love. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Macklemore got his start. If you don't listen to Macklemore, <laughs> this first minute or two has doesn't been apply to you. This is boring. where the episode starts. <laughs> anyway, hello everyone. Welcome to this episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I am Griffin. I'm Zach, and we're back with more audio goodness for your yeah, ear re- holes. Return of the us. <laughs> Episode 12, Return of the Us. Here we We got it already. That's relevant so, now because of that uh, Star Wars trailer that dropped. Star Wars is hot in the SEO right now. So. Yeah. What, what? Something about the Us? What? Return of the Us, like Return of the Jedi. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I thought it was like Rise of the Skywalkers or something. I was going for more for just like Star Wars SEO in general. God, okay, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, we landed was, on it. Hey, we got there. I'm and not that's... sure how anyone searching up Star Wars stuff will find us. Unless we do, we need to do a Star Wars app at some point. Someday. Which will, which will mostly just be you schooling me about Star Wars. Yeah. Um, see, For everyone at home, Griffin hasn't seen Star Wars. I haven't seen a single Star Wars movie. It's gotten to the point where we're like, Griffin watched Star Wars, and so like his not watching it isn't so much like... I don't think he's not interested. I think it's just so much more out of like being stubborn and it's, being like, everyone tells me to watch it, so I'm not going to. That was part of it. Um, the, the short story is my best friend in high school was addicted to Star Wars in the purest form of the word. And I knew if I ever caved and watched any of them, it's all we'd ever discuss or talk about or do. 
so I'd never watch them. So he'd be forced to do my things instead. Um, but now it's just become uh, such what a... what real friendship <laughs> is all about. <laughs> I was trying to be funny. Um, but now it has become such a, an integral part of my identity that I just can never do it. You're also not a Lord of the Rings person, so... I'm, But, like, I'm... Look, Which that's, is weird, because you're a big fantasy I boy. I am, and that's an entire another... Bleh, that's an entire episode, elsewise, that I That's a whole other whale. It's a, it's a big old whale. That we'll deal with on another day. <laughs> There's just a lot of talking, and I know the story already. It's very pretty. It is. I mean, but, like, also, like, we're, you know, the people that you play D&D with, we tend to sit around in a back room for 45 minutes and just talk like we're in a fantasy spa. Yeah, but those are my friends, and that's, like, our shit. That's fair. Tolkien, oh, I like, miss, uh, I no, miss I those days. I can't start on this, otherwise this will be the whole episode. That will be the whole episode. Yes. Fantastic. Hi, everyone. We're back with another episode, another gaggle of creatures to talk with you Ooh. about. Um, and, uh, you know... We, we, we've done a, a bunch of fun themes, and we just figured we'd go back to the roots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just picking some, some fun ones out of a hat yeah. and, and you know putting them out for you, our wonderful cuff- customers. Mm-hmm. Customers is customers. what I almost said there. That's when, you're, the that's word, when a customer walks in wearing uh, big shirt cuffs. Or, yeah, the cufflinks. Yeah, the cufflinks are just gigantic. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I would like, <laughs> before we start, I would like to uh, discuss the results of... Last episode's uh, wacky weekly Would You Rather. The feud, yes. Where we discussed uh, Would You Rather have a bear sized dog or a dog sized bear? I was bear sized dog. And I was dog sized bear. Yes. And I'm happy to announce, despite the incorrect posting of Zach Robb on I'm our Twitter sorry. account, because to be fair, they are very similar. <laughs> <laughs> They're so similar looking. But bear-sized dog just barely eked ahead with a total of 63 votes, 52% for dog-sized bear. A very close race. And I will accept your concession speech now, Zach. Wait, I was... Yes, dog-sized bear. Mm-hmm. No, wait. No. I, I, I was dog-sized bear. Were you, you were bear-sized dog. I honestly don't remember. Because <laughs> you wanted a I... big-ass dog, and I wanted a tiny, cute bear. Ah, well, then, in this case, here's my concession speech. Yay! Um, I win! All of a sudden. There you go, bud. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fair race. It was a confusing race. I fr- frankly forgot who I was fighting for. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we will have another Wacky Weekly Would You Rather at the end of this episode. So make sure you keep your eyes peeled on that, and make sure you check our Twitter accounts after this episode comes out on, uh, ooh, ah, when you're listening to it, this could be the 17th or beyond of March. Uh, April, God. And, yeah, check that out and vote, and you'll hear the results of that, or the uh, content of that, at the end of this episode. Yeah. yeah. Now that Exciting. I've babbled for long enough, let's get into the episode. Ooh, it's me right. first, right? Yes, yeah, you're you're kicking us off with a, with your your creature. Yeah, I've got one. So like like Zach said, we're just kind of going back to some basics, going through just the, the the highlight of our kind of standard fare of critters from across the multiverse. And first up, we've talked about creatures with um, some similar properties to this one and some similar sort of flavors, but we have a cockatrice. Ooh, yeah, a cockatrice is. 
Hmm. There's a phrase that we use to like talk about other people that sometimes mean where you say that someone has a face only a mother could love. And I think that is most applicable in this instance for a cockatrice. It's a very indicative statement, yes. Uh, your owner's manual states that a cockatrice looks like a hideous hybrid of lizard, bird, and bat. It's like yeah. a big, kind of featherless chicken. Well, not that big, because... Oh, that's right. I always forget this, because the, the picture's so big in the book. Yeah. But they're considered small creatures so they're like they're a big like, chicken yeah perhaps it's a like goose. a like a turkey maybe yeah like a turkey or a, a peacock yeah yeah around that size they are kind of bird-like they've got the two uh kind of like a like a like a rooster where they have the two kind of you know chicken legs with the three pronged toes uh big kind of leathery bat wings and just kind of a mottled brown or gray flesh with a little bit of smattering of feathers on the head and on their back. They're kind of disgusting looking. Like now, now Griffin, I yes, find cock, the you know, cockatrice really you know um, intriguing. Kind of the same way that like I find like a basilisk really intriguing. Okay, and is that like across mythologies they can vary so like differently? Yeah. So that depending on your sort of your verse, like I've heard of cockatrice that have like two heads. Mm. I've heard, you know, like say, in, you know, the the land of say, you know, the Witcher, mm-hmm. perchance, a cockatrice and a basilisk don't seem too different. Yeah. Flying lizards. And it's it's so interesting to look at those kind of things, because in the owner's manual verse yeah. of the extended Forgotten Realms, forgotten realms Eberron, what have you. Cockatrice and Basilisk, yeah, they are visually very different, mm-hmm. but have the same sort of properties in that they can turn people to stone. Ooh, I didn't know that about the cockatrice. Yeah, and they're, I think it's with their bite, yes, whereas the Basilisk gets their gaze, with the cockatrice is through their bite, and it actually happens very slowly as well. And it's a lot less potent than the Basilisk's ability. But, yeah, it's, it's sort of more of a gradual turning to stone process. You can kind of fight your way out of it if it's happening to you. I sit a little jig in my chair that I hope Zach this appreciated. It's very cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. Um, there's not a lot lore-wise about the cockatrice. There's just sort of... There. They're omnivores, which is handy. They have a diet consisting of berries, nuts, flowers, and small animals, uh, things they like to swallow whole. And they, it says here that they would be no threat to anything else if not for their fierce and frenzied response to even a hint of danger. So they're wily. Yeah. They got like a, a fox. Sh- they got a short fuse. Now, I will say, you know, you know me. I tend to love the things that no one else... Uh, w- tends to love like me, yes. Yeah. You, you, like Griffin, um, <laughs> but you know you, the the Gricks, the Grells, the mm. the things people may label as ugly. I tend to find kind of charming. With that being said, I find a cockatrice completely horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> They're not great to look at. They are, however, a nice like starter pet. I think for people looking to get into the more monstrous creatures. Like, a cockatrice is a good way to sort of warm yourself up to a, perhaps a I'd basilisk. Say so. 
Yeah, it's small, not too quick, but quick. Yeah, does fly, but does you know, fly. You need an enclosure. It's something that you can more easily wrangle. It's easily they're they're very food responsive. I've found they like to just we just kind of have some of the leftover feeder mice from when we were a mundane pet shop. God, remember those days? That was weird. Oh. Oh, those that life. Just some birds and some. Fish. So, so you're saying it's like some good operant conditioning would be, um, yeah, handy. Like you know when they they with like the bell and like training them to like, this is feeding time, Shabao. Yeah, and just come on back. Yeah, just come on home because they 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 hungry. Because the, they hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the biggest thing you have to be on the lookout for is just there can be a little, like. You know when you pick up a chicken in real life? Yeah. I've never done it, but I've seen it happen. I picked and... up a seagull before. What? That's a... <laughs> I, I guess I could tell this tale if we wish. Um, yeah, I used to was work at... A, was this a Cedar Point thing? It was supposed to be a Cedar Point thing. Okay. I used to work at, a, at an amusement park on the Great Lakes. Yeah. Um, and yes, there. Um, I worked in the water park, and a seagull had broken its leg... And so it was like ah, chilling, like one leg. Okay. It's other one just kind of like hanging there. That makes and, sense like, now. I thought and you it was... just managed to snatch a sea call out of there. No, no. Um, but you know, kids were like trying to mess with it, and yeah. so they're like, "Take it out to the beach." And I was like, "So you want, you want me to pick up the seagull and carry it through a water park out to the beach, <laughs> and then just leave it there, <laughs> where it'll be so much safer?" And they're like. Yeah, I was like, Brilliant. okay. So you know, I gloved up, mm-hmm. and I I get behind it, and you know, I managed to grab it. And so the whole time, the thing is doing like that, like trying to like stretch its neck back. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm trying to get you away from the kids who would just like <laughs> poke you all day. Yeah, curb stomp you into the water park. Yeah, I'm trying to move you out to the beach with your friends. Hopefully they can help you. <laughs> I'm sorry about your leg. Sorry, I don't man. know how you broke it. Yeah. I thought of a better example through that story. It's still a chicken, but you know, like the cuckoos from Zelda? Yes. When you pick one up, it just starts like, kind of like flapping like crazy. And then and, and then, then all of the chickens come in and rush you? That's only if you hit one. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I imagine that's the, that's the most difficult thing with a cockatrice is, you know, you try to wrangle it and it's just going to be start... Flapping and trying to peck at you. Yeah, and you don't want that to happen. No. Turn to stone. Yes. So you want to make sure that you have some uh, anti-petrification tonics or perhaps an ointment. Some spell scrolls of lesser restoration, Mm -hmm. perchance. Have those on hand just in case uh, your cockatrice gets a little frisky. (laughs) That frisky cockatrice. Gives you a nibble. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, cockatrice. What you doing? Yeah. Uh, oh, what? oh, my hand. Okay, it's it's rock oh, now. Oh, 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 oh no, buddy, buddy. Uh, that, that, that's yeah, um, yeah. That that, that I was that's just the, playing out the moment. That's um, the but now the, the moment's not going that's too well. The antitoxin. Up. Oh, well, the arm is, it is stone um, now, Griffin. It is freeze. And the shoulder. There we is, go. And thank you for for anti petrifying epipening me. It's really Hopefully, more by the end of the episode, my arm will be back to normal. Um, That's my good foley. You know, like when you shake a spray paint can? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With a little bead. All right. You good? Yeah, I just you got feel like I'm there? like dramatically gesturing to someone. Like, come to me. Nice. Now, that is going to take about an hour for it to take effect. Yeah. So. Well, poo. That's okay. You don't need your arm to talk. 
You talk, oh, you do kind of talk with your hands. A lot. I do kind of talk with my hands. Now so, one is, is now it's just I have to overdo it with the just, one hand. Just imagine it's like a cast. It's like your arm is broken. You can still gesticulate with it. I mean, it's kind of my the arm up to my shoulder. Yeah, you can move at your shoulder. I'm doing it right now. I it's look. Not, I believe. Okay, can you. we just move on? Yeah, sure. Can we just move on. Um. So we have cockatrices. Moving on. <laughs> Thanks, I feel like we're getting a lot less business minded on some of these episodes. It's like we have these; they're here. Next, it's just you know that look. It's a cockatrice. You, you, it, I mean, it, aside from it petrifying you, it's just kind of an ugly chicken that can fly. <laughs> um, ugly fleshy chicken. An ugly fleshy raptor-like chicken <laughs> that is omnivorous. Yeah. So. Like, so, if you have any house cats as well, maybe keep them away from the cockatrice. Watch the fuck out for... Yeah. Until, you know, they, they are acquainted. Maybe keep an eye on... Because, you know, you, like, if you have, like, a you know, big dog that, you know, eats, like... You give it, like, some wet some wet food. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, like, you know, some meat and stuff. But, like, you also have, like, a small cat around. Like... But, like, they can get along. Because they know, like, if I eat this cat, I'm probably going to get in trouble. Yeah. So, like, maybe re, you know, introduce your, your house cat slowly to the cockatrice. Yeah. Make sure that that's... It's got to be a pretty passive cat. Yeah. Because slightest sense of danger is what sends them into a tizzy. Yes, so... And Connie's frisky. So... Connie the cockatrice? Going for it. I love it. You got to keep an eye out. Watch. Keep an eye on Connie. Oh, wait, wait. Make her feel wait. safe. I'm feeling a little uh, tingling in my bicep, I think. Oh, cool. I think we're loosening a bit. Good, That's good. 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 It All right. will get so, pretty numb as well. Yeah. So cockatrice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. I would say pretty simple. Just watch out for the beak. Yeah. You don't want to get pecked, or just have your 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 anti anti petrification epipen like just have that ready on to hands. go in a holster. In, in a nice little holster, you can do a little cool like finger spin. I've got a nice little then, utility belt with all of my yeah. uh, pet safety uh, tonics. Yeah. And then you just jab it in into yourself. And you're good. There you go. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. So, cockatrice, come come get one, everyone. They're, they're, I mean, they're pretty cute. Buy two for the price of two. <laughs> what a bargain. <laughs> Beautiful. So let us move on to yes, our sir. our next little friend. What you got um, for me? See, uh, I love it when we get the the opportunity to um you know highlight some of the more classic sort of creatures Mm -hmm. um and that is uh today we're gonna be talking about some displacer beasts ah yes um displacer beasts they're they're pretty uh pretty uh pretty dope now um it's essentially um a very large uh panther so big big black cat so far very big fearsome black cat but um you know on its uh sort of its shoulder blades it has Two sort of well, like the back of its shoulder blades, okay. you know, on on its back, okay. um, extends very long um, sort of tentacles Ooh. Oh. with um, mm. uh, sort of big toothy spike pads on them. Huh? Yeah. For, for hitting purposes. For hitting purposes. All right. With, yes. With you so um, far. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're pretty cool. The 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 thing that um, well, that makes them. Um, sort of iconic and gives them their name a displacer beast mm-hmm. is that they're sort of um, well they're touched by a certain uh, type of energy 
You see, Displacer Beast, yes, are originally from the Feywilds. So you sort of have that Fey really? sort of energy, um, sort of akin to um, like a Blink Dog. I was going to say, are they are they related to Blink Dogs at all? I would say they're very similar um, and, and or derive sort of their, their you know, magical properties mm-hmm. from them. Um, they were originally uh, sort of trained by, um, well, the unseely court of the Feywilds, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the fairy sort of hierarchy, uh, mm. mustache twirl, mustache yes, twirl. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Quite indeed, rather. Yes, but um, they uh, originally sort of um, were the first ones to sort of train. Well, I wouldn't say domesticate. What was the first word I thought? Train would be the better one. Yeah. Um, yes, to sort of... Um, Keep that ferocious and predatory nature, but using it to hunt. Um, well, this says unicorns and pegasi, which mm. I didn't think anyone would hunt them. But well, apparently, those, those crazy fey lords and ladies get up yeah, some wild they, shenanigans. They they go for what they can. Um, but yeah, the thing is, these uh, things um, can tend to, uh, as their name suggests, displace um, the space around them. Okay. So. When you think maybe you're about to hit one here, it's really over there, but it seems to be over here. So Does that like make a, sense? Like a blurry yeah. kind of illusion effect a little bit. Yeah. Like seeing double. Um, exactly. Like when you cross your eyes and... Yeah, or you're really but that, they do that all the time. Ah. So they're very hard to hit, and in hunting, you never know where one's quite coming from. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you might think it's attacking you from here, but really it's over there, and so you're blocking that one, but oh no, now it's got your throat. Oh, I'm a uh, dead pegasi now. Oh. Now, displacer beasts, as I said, they're very predatory. The 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 the, the yeah. owner's man says, they have a love of the kill. Um, <laughs> they, they kill not just for food, but also for sport. They're oh, hunters. Great. It's what they do. <laughs> Not not just wait because there are there's there's a, um, a, an upside to this. Okay. So it, you know it says that they target plays yeah, prey even when they're when they're not hungry. They they take pride in their ability to kill things. But also the owner's manual says that they're known to be prized guards and pets. Hey. So although they're they're you know very very intelligent, they um can tend to um you know like uh like as the Fey Lords did um can be trained and nice. um and sort of won over um uh, for their assistance. Solid. They're very I mean as their nature tends to, they're very defensive and very good at stopping things. Oh yeah. And, you know, well, killing things. I'm so. picturing a sort of <laughs> displacer beast shell game. Okay. For like a carnival or something. You know what I'm talking about with the shell game? Like the little, you've got yeah, the three like, little. Like, and, you, and, you, and you spin them around? Yeah, with the thing. Little, little coconut shell, and one's got a ball under it, and you yeah. move all the cups around. But like, you've got a displacer beast, and he just sort of. They just sort of shuffle their image around. Yeah, it's like in Yu-Gi-Oh, the, 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 the trap card magical hats. That, okay, I need you to just, to, I need to walk you through what just happened in my brain. You said Yu-Gi-Oh, and I went, oh god. And you said trap card, and I was like, I have no idea where this is going. And you said magical hats, and I immediately got a vision of what exactly what you were talking about. That memory was just extracted from my brain from 15 years ago. I got you, bro. What the hell? <laughs> I, I know how to talk to McGriff. Um, 
but yes, like magical hats. Yes. And the prize is you just get to pet the fuzzy displacer beast. Yeah. Now, uh, if you've ever seen a baby displacer beast, is the cutest freaking thing ever. What? Yeah. Now, here's a question. Um, Griffin, um, if you'll do yeah. me a favor, will you turn to page, oh, goodness, 81 in your owner's manual? Sure, sure, sure. Because I didn't realize it, but now that I'm looking at the, the imagery here, it looks like it has more than four legs. Hmm. Does it look like it has more than four legs to you? I think it might have uh, six legs. I think it do. Reinforced by the fact that it says here, its otherworldly origins are clear, and it's six legs. Oh, I didn't. Where's that one? Uh, first paragraph, my dude. Oh well, I guess I didn't read well enough. <laughs> there we go. Oh yeah, clear. Six and it's, yeah. legs. Yeah. So imagine, uh, how, you know, a regular, you know, panther. They're pretty quick. And they only got four legs. So imagine an extra set of legs kicking off that ground, <laughs> propelling them forward even faster. More legs what? does mean more speed. This is of true. course. <laughs> I mean, like you know, uh, uh, dogs can run a lot faster than we can, and that's because that's we're running on two. They're that's running true. on four, Damn. baby. Flawless logic right there. <laughs> Boom. That's why spiders get away so quickly. They're so fast. That's why they get away they so got, quickly. They got eight legs. Then they can thwip. They can thwip. Okay. Like Spider-Man. Yeah, no, I got it. I'm, I ain't laughing, but I get it. Okay, so Displacer Beasts, like, I think they're pretty dope. They're really cool. In, um, in the picture of the given here, they don't actually look very furry. They look actually rather muscular. Well, yeah, they look, I mean, but, like, a, you know, a panther's not very furry. Like, it has fur, but it's, you know, very sort of shortcut and, like, not very floofy. Yeah, I guess that's fair. You know, like, kind of like a horse. You know how, like, a horse, you know, they've got, like, sure. that you know, fur or hair, but it's very sleek. I just want to make sure that if I have a displacer beast in my house that I can occasionally get the primal satisfaction of petting a kitty. I th- I think if if you get a enough of a bond with your displacer beast beast, I think it would be more than happy to. Now it, it will be, I will need to establish a bond with that displacer beast. So when I reach down to pet that kitty, it I'm, will be. There. I'm actually petting that kitty. <laughs> Most definitely. Do they have any sort of control over that, or is it just sort of like an effect around them? <laughs> See, I think that it it is sort of a a passive effect okay. that happens. Um, it says it projects a magical illusion that makes it appear to be standing near its actual location, causing okay. attack rolls again. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, th- I think that it, um, you know, it's it's a passive thing. Now, even though it is a passive, it can sort of be disrupted mm-hmm. by, you know, any sort of, you know, if, it, if it's sort of caught off guard, sure, um, it can tend to sort of break that, okay. I guess, maybe mild concentration that yeah. it has to do to keep that up? I don't know. I don't know. That's between the Displacer Beasts and, and their creator, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, we as human, humanmans yes. don't have to consciously think to, like, breathe. Yeah. That just kind of happens. But, if you get really, really nervous, you need to, like, coach yourself. It's like, deep breaths, deep breaths. You may forget so to breathe. maybe it's something akin to that. You know, when it gets hit and that homeostasis gets knocked out of whack. Yeah. Boom. You know, right where it's at. I was just about to say, I'm sure there are science words I could be using, but then you dropped homeostasis on me, so I feel a lot better about the situation as a whole. That that very well may not have been the right word. I'm I here for it, though. The... 
and I keep saying this. If we're wrong, someone will correct us. And all I'm saying is I haven't gotten any tweets. This is fair. <laughs> this is fair. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we're smarter than we think we are, Griffin. That's simply not true. <laughs> That's not true at all. Oh, we have a business that may or may not exist. I'm still not sure. Oh, we're numbskulls. Anyway. Yeah, but you're um, my numbskull. So displace your piece, you know, aside for some room for it to roam. Again, it is large, so it's going to be it's probably between, like, mastiff size, so very large dog, mm-hmm. and, like, between, like, that and, like, maybe a small horse. Yeah. A long horse. Yes, a very long horse. <laughs> I imagine they're more long than they are tall. Yeah, most definitely. But, like, if they ever, like, rear back, they're going to be well over my height. If they rear back onto two legs, that's four oh, other six. legs that can just yeah. kind of whack at you. Just claw, 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 claw. Imagine the hugs, though. Oh, man. Because you know how sometimes with a dog, like, with a decent-sized dog, it'll hop up? Yeah, and, and, like, and, and you can just yeah, kind of give them a yeah. hug? That's a lot of hugging that that kitty can do. And you can bring that other side of your pair around and just like, mm. And then the tentacles as well. Oh, and then the tentacles. I didn't even I forgot about the tentacles. And then and then you die, I think. Yes. The de- the deathticles. <laughs> um So, uh aside from space for it to to do its thing, mm-hmm. um might be nice to live on sort of a reserve. Now, what I would say is Probably one of the better places to have a displacer beast would be honestly in a lot of like you know were we uh, at, at UTP upon this plane mm-hmm. you know the the Midwest region you know Ohio yeah. uh, Indiana Minnesota places where like deer can sometimes like are, become very overpopulated yeah and like we've talked about this before on a prior episode I think yeah I forget I think, well, what we talked creature. about kind of with Bahirs and stuff as well I think something something like that I forget but the creature what, we're, we're, yeah we're, we're you know uh, creatures tend to you know, over flourish mm-hmm. it might be you know you have your displacer beast you can let them roam free yeah, when you have they an will. invasive species exactly um, help keep the, the ecosystem in check it, it, yeah I, I'm now thinking them. about, like, park rangers, but one step up, who are, like, I guess just, like, actual rangers, like, kind of D&D-style rangers yeah. that have their displacer beasts and just kind of cruising around. A, so a crypto park ranger, sort of. Hell yeah. 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 I'm also picturing them as, like, a Pokemon trainer and the little sprite yeah. that pops up. And they put they they slide into the to the screen, and they've got their park ranger hat, and they've got a displacer beast who's like re- like reared down, like ready to go, and it says like Ranger Doug wants to battle, <laughs> <laughs> and Doug's like go get him, Jerry, <laughs> and the, yeah, and then it goes out and it hunts a bunch of deer, cause man, <laughs> it was a horror deer. battle. Because, man, the, those deer those deer can, can just be troublesome sometimes. Yeah. I saw, like, seven deer the other day, and then they just, like, blitzed, like, across the street in front of me. And I was like, shit! <laughs> I wouldn't like, they were, fight a deer. Yeah, they were, like, cruising next to me. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, hey, look, a bunch of deer. And then the lead one, like, just made a break sideways across the freeway in front of me. And I was like, oh, fuck! <laughs> and it was, they just pranced across i was like fucking hell 
If we had more Displacer Beasts, that wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. Yeah. Displacer Beasts. Get them. Fixing God's mistake, deer. <laughs> oh, that man. was just a big shot I sent across deer's bow, and I don't think they deserved it. <laughs> what? How dare you make fun of Bambi like that? <laughs> he just lost his mom, Griffin. Can I tell you something? I never watched uh-huh. Bambi either. Yeah, it's not that good. All right, cool. My best part, my, my favorite part was the skunk, so. It's a good skunk. He's so cute. We didn't talk about skunks on the show one time. Oh, dude, I love skunks. They're Can so, I say that? They're pretty, I think they're skunks pretty are adorable. Yeah. They just have a really nasty side effect. Yes, but like, oh, God, skunks are so cute. I think they're adorable. <laughs> then raccoons. I think raccoons are so cute. I wish I could be friends with one. But then it would scratch my eyes out, probably. Mm-hmm. And then I would be sad because I wouldn't have eyes anymore. And right now I still have you know, a petrified arm that I don't think I can deal with that and missing eyeballs. Yeah. You'd be about as about as kind of misshapen as that cockatrice. Really? No. You're beautiful. Thanks, man. Because you're amazing just the way you arm. Oh... Okay, Displacer Beasts, done. Cockatrices, done. I got something for you, my friend. Okay. You ever heard of an Otiug? An Otiwa? An Otiug. God bless you? An Otiug. I don't... I'm not... Alright, picture this. I'm not keeping up with you. Work with me on this. This is going to require some imagination on your end. Because I got a picture in front of me. I need okay. you to make one in your mind space. All right. Eyes are closed. Let's do this. Okay. Take a... Hmm. I'm going to be abstract with this. I want, you to ma- I want you to picture a large mound of unshapened clay. Okay. Okay? You with me so far? <laughs> I guess. Put two legs on the front of it like you would a dog. Okay. So you got two you know, two normal legs kind of going yeah. down off the side of the torso. Cool. Take a third leg, stick it straight out the back of the clay. <laughs> what? Like a wheelbarrow? Add, uh, I'm not done yet. Take kind of on the right shoulder. Don't give it any eyes. Just give it <laughs> a big head coming jutted out the front that is all mouth with tons <laughs> of like big fangs. Add like two or three tentacles coming off at asymmetrical points off of the back of the clay add spikes and eyes to the tentacles boom you've got an otio oh yeah and then make it alive and make it meat instead of clay you got an otio what these things are awesome they are otios what what is this it's an otio Dude, they're so cool. I thought the cockatrice was bad. Oh, the look, the, look. I, mm. Would you like to meet one? Will that maybe help in changing your mind? I don't know. They look horrifying. I, I think you should meet one. Okay. We have to go down kind of to the to the sub levels. They're actually hanging out around where we keep like the where we have like sanitation going on. Because uh, they're in the in, in their natural habitat, they're kind of like sewer dwellers. And like swamps areas and things like that. So just come with me. Just come with me. Just come with me. Are these? 
Um, and if you look down there, down a level, uh, kind of cruising around in the waste down there, you've got an Oteug. God, that that's horrifying. Yeah, they're pretty neat. Okay, tell me about them. Try to sell these, please. <laughs> okay. Oteugs are, as the book says, and I think this is very crass of them, a grotesque, bulbous creature born along on three legs, its eyes and nose set along a vine-like stalk that snakes from the top of its bloated body. Two rubbery tentacles ending in spiky, leaf-like appendages that the Oteug uses to shovel food into its gaping maw. It's a big meat monster. It's like big... Picasso made a thing out of meat and threw it in the sewer to grow and fester. And then this Why would was Picasso born. do that? He was a painter. I'm saying, like, if you got into, like, sculpture or something like that. Oh, maybe, okay. Maybe we get some wild shit like this. Yo, what? I'm confused. Yeah, they're fucking wild. Uh, they're very into sort of just, like, mud and grit and waste and sort of, like, they like to bury themselves in it and whatnot, and they leave their little eyeball stock hanging out to, like, look around and wait for things to come by to, to ambush They look like them. they have goat eyes. Kinda, yeah. On, on the the weird eye stalk tentacle. Yeah, and there's three of them. Oh, God. They they can deal with light. They're okay. They don't tolerate it very well, but um, they will go out into light areas where there's considerable stores of garbage or carrion within reach. They like to dwell in stagnant, so- uh, stagnant swamps, scum-filled ponds, or uh, damp forest dells. They like the sense of graveyards and city sewers and... Manure-filled animal pens. They're trash monsters. Large trash meat wheelbarrows. Mm-hmm. A meat tricycle. <laughs> A meat tricycle. <laughs> Wait, are you, I haven't even gotten to the best part yet. So they're not. They're not like. They're not of 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 like sentient human intelligence, but they are like. They are capable of a degree of speech, and they are telepathic. I'm sorry, what? Oteugs can transmit simple messages or images to creatures nearby. Why? Because. So they're like a weird meat tricycle angler fish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if, so they're the thing. This is a Star Wars thing for you. They're the okay. little eyeball that was in the trash compactor in yeah. fucking New Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who knew it was an OTUG this whole time? Here's why these things are not only awesome but valuable and important. We UTP have things like recycling centers and shit like that to help reduce, reuse, recycle all that noise. Oteugs are garbage eaters. Realms like the Forgotten Realms don't have trash centers. They don't have waste disposal. It's fair. Instead, Oteugs can be trained and symbiotic relationships can be formed with them where they live in the sewers underneath cities and they eat literal shit and just keep the city clean. Yeah, we could, like, get rid of all the, 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 the whole trash epidemic. We could clean the oceans. Right? We would need to, like, kind of airlift them over to Trash Island, because they can't swim. Well, that, or, yeah, or bring the trash, just, like, go, just 
what if we took the trash island <laughs> and pushed it somewhere else? Pushed it into the Otiog. It says when uh, when Otiogs are uh, supplied with plentiful sustenance, they grow fat in their wallows, and this sed- uh, sedentary gluttony makes them reliable guardians. As long as it's fed, they often refrain from attacking other creatures. However, they do have massive appetites, and would-be masters often underestimate how much they need, which can sometimes kind of turn them on their masters or have them just kind of wandering off in search for other things. But if with the right kind of size and scale, you can stick in an Otiug or a couple in a city and, you know, build in, like, uh, trash chutes that go to wherever the Otiug's lairs are, and they'll just gobble that shit straight up. Yo. They're United happy. Go- You're United happy. States government. Get at us, baby. Yeah. Keeps the place clean. Keeps, keeps infection away and sickness. They look awful. But they're very helpful. <laughs> I gotta say, you, 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 you've converted me on Otiugs. Thank you. Thank that, you. That's incredibly valuable. Yes. I mean, like, even just to have around the house. Like, especially if you have a big family, you're gonna make a lot of trash. Like, you're gonna make a shit ton of trash. You would need, like, farmsteads size of a family, though. Well, yeah. Because they but do like, need you know, a lot. A small town, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of taking your, you know, just whoever the garbage collector is. Mm-hmm. Just brings it to the Otiug layer, yeah. Pours it in, and boom. Yeah, like that's fantastic. They are large creatures; they do require a lot. Um, and it is important to note that because they themselves are relatively filthy, you really don't want to like have them in your house. Well, yeah, there there is they're kind of a health risk. Um, like they're. Their bites, because of just everything they've been eating, can inflict certain diseases. Like full-on sepsis, probably? Yeah, like poisonings and diseases abound. Um, Now, here's my question. Yes. When they walk around, Mm -hmm. is there someone that comes with them with a tuba to play (laughs) as they they wobble? Oh, that's mean. (laughs) Well, I just want to know, like, the logistics of how they move around. That is fair. Um... It's this very sort of, it's it's just this weird repeated gait where like they'll walk forward on the front two, and that third one just kind of like kicks them up Hops every now real and quick. then. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering, do, does like the third one like swing between the the front two and then like expand like inchworm ah, style? Interesting. Or, so like the two step forward and it pulls itself forward, and the one yeah like, kind of plants then, itself. And then yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. But all I can imagine while it's going is... At that point, the so, Otiug, with its two cool tentacles, could just play its own tuba. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know if it has the, the lips to quite you know, make the, the proper That's tuba. fair. It's got to put up to the nose on the tentacle. <laughs> and just kind of Can you imagine playing a tuba with your nose? I really can't. I can imagine an Otiug more clearly than I can picture someone playing a tuba with their nose. Oh, man. It's going to be hard to get a good seal on that. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, that's that's Otiugs. Otiugs. They're, they're Yo, pretty nice. I guess you, you turned me around on Otiugs. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're very hard to look at. Um, like, having them hang out, you know, give them what they want, mm-hmm. which is our, our gross, gross trash. Our refuse. Our waste. Now, 
and turn it into into some dookie that we can use to plant more trees and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like fertilize, baby. When I first saw Otiugs, my first thought was just Ugh. Was mmm. Gross. No, it was ugh. Oh, okay, well, I think uh, we're going to move on to a, the last Because, I mean, now. look at him. <laughs> God, I'm that hilarious. Was, that was really bad. We kind of have a theme this episode of kind of... Uh, and I, we keep finding these accidental themes where we have kind of weird-looking, misshapen creatures, but being like, ah, oh, check these guys out. Except for the cockatrice. <laughs> but the, Man, but today it's like... Uh, uh. But, yeah. OTX, man, that's... That's that's really dope. It's given me lots of ideas. Again, you yeah. know, United States uh, Department of Public Health. If you want to hit us up, ring a ding, ding, ding. Um, we can hook you up. We'll Government you contracts, up. maybe not. Actually, we'll just sell you I them mean, a la carte. A la carte? That's not right. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're trying to say there. I don't know either. Wholesale. Uh. Oh, maybe yeah, that brings us back to that weird uh, deli idea that I'm not a fan of. Oh, the, yeah, mm, selling ah. things a la carte. I don't know about that. Anyway, um, next and yeah, last, O-T-X. give me that beastie. All right, so the last one. This is one that I've um, enjoyed for a long time. Um, ha- are you a fan of the? Um, I believe it's somewhere in the '90s um, classic uh, Tim Burton film Edward Scissorhands. Oh, I love Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, you know, Johnny Depp. He's Got scissors for hands? Yeah. Um, I had a friend back but, in the day who uh, her goal was to watch every single Johnny Depp movie ever. And I was I was along for that ride for quite some time. Cool. So imagine instead of a very goth uh, Johnny Depp, you have sort of a large bipedal bird looking thing. Um, okay. With like, with like a weird shell carapace on its back. Um, and instead of scissors for hands, it's just got two large bony hooks, and you got a you got yourself a hook whore, baby. Huh? Standing shell hook bird. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So hook horrors. Um, you hook, know they're, hook they're, they're horrors. A hook horror. Okay. Like the like the film genre. Yes. Okay, because hook horrors are completely a completely different thing. Yes. Now that's um like what the, what the pirates are into. Yes. Um. <laughs> Before we dive into hookers, I you know this story, but I need to share it again. Uh, Zach and I once did a, a touring children's theater thing back in college, and I had a song for the. Uh, I was like a like a superhero sidekick, and I was trying to like summon my courage from bottom to top, that kind of stuff. And a line I had that I sang was, um, I was talking about all the spooky things in the cave, and there were horrible things, and horrors with no name. Yeah. That... And at one point, I definitely kind of choked on that second syllable, and definitely said in a room full of children, whores, whores with no with names. With no name. Yeah. <laughs> and our director lambasted me for that, after the fact. Lambasted? I like my words, Zach. This shouldn't surprise you anymore. Has lambasted come up before? I'm pretty sure it has. It's still a very good word. It's a good one. Anyway, tell me about hook horrors. So hook horror. It's uh, a, a you know large, like I said, bipedal bird uh, with big old Barbie hooks for hands. Hooky hooks. Um, yes. Um. They're they're very uh, prevalent. 
in the Underdark okay. um, of you know the Forgotten Realms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, they in, but you know just to really enjoy that sort of subterranean life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine with that the hook hands. They're very yes. welcome on the surface lands. Well, yeah, they're they're pretty scary. But the thing is, you know, with their name Hook Horror, um, they um they tend to be you know pretty neutral, honestly. Um, I would say that they lean you know as far as alignment go. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, there's there's no re- you know reason why um creating a you know, good enough with a bomb w- with one wouldn't create some sort of uh, super nice hook horror right a hook comedy <laughs> <laughs> a hook rom com <laughs> so uh, a hook yes. western. As the, the owner's manual describes, it says the monstrous hook horror has a head resembling a vulture's and the torso of an enormous beetle uh, with an exoskeleton studded by sharp bony protuberances. Uh, protuberances? Yes, protuberances. I'm going to write that one down for later. And it gains its name from its long, powerfully built arms and legs, which end in wickedly curved hooked claws. So, hook thrillers are... I just really wanted to say hook thrillers. Yeah, they're they're very actiony. I think one at least has an eye patch. Yeah. Um, where a lot of wife beaters. Hook um, superhero films. Hook sci-fi. Um, <laughs> hook action. Um, hook opera. Oh man! <laughs> hey, you catch that new hook opera? Oh man, it was great. They were just strumming their carapaces. It was amazing because that's um. Oddly, how they sort of communicate. Wait, um, really? They, they, yeah, they're pack predators, um, and they are omnivorous. Okay. Um, so they like to eat, you know, lichens, fungi, and plants, but also any sort of creatures that it can catch. Um, but its hooked limbs, um, what they do is... Um, oh, yeah, there we go. So um, what sounds to others like random clacking noise is actually a complex language that only the hook whores understand. Interesting. So they'll, they'll wrap them against, you know, rocks or their, their carapace itself, and make clicks and, and clacks that they use to communicate with their pack, um, huh. which I honestly find very interesting. That's really cool, yeah. I, yeah. I I took these guys as being sort of more along the line of just straight predatory creatures, kind of like cloakers that we just discussed in the past. Yeah. I, w- I would but. sort of describe them, you know how the, the, the theory that, you know, sort of raptors, you know, um, had that a, a sort of a, a, a mild form of communication. Sure. That's, yeah, that's how they talk it, it's just smacking stuff with their hooks which is very interesting they also um i i don't think their eyesight is very great but they can sort yeah they're blind um okay. boop, 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 boop. um they echolocate again by striking stuff ah. with their hooks um a la uh, the matt damon not matt damon uh ben affleck daredevil movie well also just the charlie cox daredevil series as well does he do the same thing oh cool i mean he has his cane yeah yeah Cool. Wrap, yeah, it wraps so it around, makes like a 3D image. Smack stuff and uh, we can see stuff. They also are, are very <laughs> smack good. Smack stuff, see stuff. That's how blind people work. Smack stuff, see stuff. There we go. Um, they also have very good hearing. Um, so although they they may be blind, they um they have ways of you know seeing what's going on around them and communicating with others. So it would be nice that um if you are thinking of a hook horror for your subterranean home mm-hmm. or whatever else um to maybe get more than one. Um, because you know they they live in in groups, and so it's nice to at least have a couple of them. It say, says here that they they live in extended family groups or clans, like huh. uh, like gorillas would. Um, I did not so, picture these guys as like being that social. I suppose, yeah, of creatures. Each cl- 
Each clan is ruled by the eldest female. Yeah. What? Yeah, they kind of got their own little society. That's, this is I, interesting. I legitimately did not know that. That's yeah. really cool. So, yeah, so look at this. Um, so, yeah, they're uh, traditionally ruled by their eldest female who typically places her mate in charge of the clan's hunters. Um, they do lay eggs, which are clustered in a central, well-defended area of a clan's home's cavern. Dude. So all of the eggs are just sort of laid together. Hook horrors is smart. They're they're pretty smart now. I feel like a lot of that is probably more instinctual. Sure, um, but still. I mean, just you know, the same way that sort of bees operate, where they have yeah, sort yeah, of a yeah. complex hierarchy, but it's still just sort of ingrained in the instinct of the species. That's, but it's very interesting. It's really cool, actually. So definitely, if you know, you're looking to you know uh, into hook horrors for you know you um uh, a group mm. is I guess how they flourish. Um, I see so, here that they do have a climb capability. Which makes sense because yeah. of the hooks. The hooks. So I'm, I'm picturing like a, a sized up, um, one of those like kitty cat obstacle courses that you like, or like the tubes that you outline your like your ceiling with, mm-hmm. where like you have a cat that can kind of run around and has like a jungle gym. I'm yeah. imagining like a super, like a human sized or bigger version of that for hook Oh, yeah, probably bigger. I, I'm imagining them flying around like Jet from Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Like a lot of, like, swinging on stuff. I just... It, Zach? Yeah? It's been a while. I have an idea for a critter sport. Ooh, yeah. Okay. It's like... Ho- it's like lacrosse. Okay. Where you stick one... You stick a net on one hook arm... But here's the thing. This sport, no floor. Ooh. They all have to be suspended. I think I think that there's a ceiling with a lot of like rock climbing Things hanging style. From it. Yeah, yeah, like either like rock climbing style, like the weirdly shaped nubbins, or just like yeah, like loops and ropes and nets and shit for them to hook onto with their hook arm. And also stuff on the walls. I think there's two side walls and a top ceiling, but no floor. Well, there's a floor, like, if they So, fall. like, a lacrosse mixed with, like, Ninja Warrior? A little, yeah. But it's, like, everything is... So they can maybe, like, hang on the walls and stuff. And mm-hmm. to give some more, like, verticality to the game. But I think it's played very traditionally. It's more of just a ah, field. Where yeah, there's... oh, man. So, it's been a while since we've done yeah. a creature sport. Yeah. Oh, man, I've missed this. So I think but yeah, you that have, could be really dope. I think you have the goalies have just two... They've got, like... Ooh, maybe they're, like, harnessed in. But have two big hook nets on either hook. And so they're they're the defense, and they have two hooks. But they, they don't have a lot of, like, mobility, because they're, like, harnessed into the ceiling. Yeah. Or that maybe or not. They, there's just some sort of apparatus around the net to hang from, you know? Yeah. And then you just have a couple, you know, a couple hook horrors on either team that can float around, and you just kind of have to hook your way across the ceiling or to either wall and kind of sling the ball forward with your, mm-hmm. your like, it's less of a net, I think, and more of like that little scoopy curve thing that you slot a ball into and just like ch- could chuck it right Oh, you're thinking, um, oh, was it highlight, I think? Sure. I don't know that. It's either highlight or, no, no, it's not Pele. Pele's a soccer player. It's highlight, I think. Like with the big so. like, with the big scoopy thing, and like they they fling the ball real hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jialai? 
Well, yeah, highlight. Oh, so, oh, okay. Cool, cool, I, cool. Think, I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, I would believe it. Yes, like that. Thank you, Wikipedia. Well, yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be very cool. Ooh, Ooh. that sounds dope. And then, of course, there would be like there would be a floor, but like you know, ten feet down. Yeah, where if you the, fall, it's like you you're out of bounds. Yeah, you're out of bounds. You have to like run back to your goal and tag back in. Uh, if you have the ball, you know it kind of mm-hmm. resets. And also, so if they fall. Then there's some safety there as well. Yeah, must have. But I think Hookor like capture the flag would be really cool. Ooh, like because then they've got both their hooks for mobility, and they just got to cruise, you know, like ooh. in a big like forest. Yeah, very and, much like and, and Avatar just, from or Jet from Avatar. Yeah, just just Tarzan. I mean that, or in a cave. Yeah, with like a lot of just you know stalactites and stuff. Ugh. Was it tight or mites? Which tight. one of the ones on the ceiling? Tight to the ceiling. Tight? Oh, okay. Hang tight. There we go. I hope I'm right. But yeah, hook horrors, man. They're really cool. Um, I, I honestly, I didn't realize all that stuff about their sort of um socialized sort of um like society. A, yeah, but they're really cool. That's really neat. Um, but yeah, so that's hook horrors. Um, and I think yeah, that's our last one for the day. Is it not? That's our four. That's our traditional that's our four. four. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Friends, thank you so much for sticking out for a, another fantastic episode. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I hope it's a fantastic episode. I, well, it hasn't happened yet. I think so. Oh, thanks, Griff. Yeah. Um, do you want to hit? Do you want to hit up that? Uh, would you rather? Oh, most definitely. Oh God, I, where did All I right. place that? That's okay. I've got it right here. All right. Wonderful. So uh, this episode's wacky weekly. Would you rather? The question we pose to you folks and ourselves: Would you rather have an ostrich that can fly? Or a penguin that can fly. I think I'm going to say an ostrich. Okay. Because, you know, you ever played, like, the, the classic game Joust? I don't think so. Oh, wait, yes. When you, Like, the platforms and you're riding an ostrich yes. that flutters and you have to just run into people? You could play real-life Joust. I was also actually thinking ostrich a little bit. Mostly because then you essentially just have a giant chocobo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Capable but, of flight. This is fair. But Flying Penguin also, that's a lot more, I don't know, house accessible. It is. Like, you could probably legitimately keep that in, like, a one-bedroom apartment. I mean, you wouldn't want to because it wants to fly free, but... I guess that's fair. It's possible. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, no, that'd be really cute. Yeah. You have that and, you know, just, like, you could just kind of throw little fishes up in the air and they could just kind of... it would... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah. <sighs> and also, oh, I penguins. think that, like, penguins... I, 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 I mean, they're just cuter, but I feel like there's more you can do with a penguin. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I mean, more fun in games. I mean, they're smaller, so it's just easier to do stuff, yeah. you know? An ostrich is a big-ass bird. They're kind of ornery. That's fair. Yeah. Do yeah. ostriches actually stick their head in the sand, or was that a myth? I don't know. I forget. I do know if you want them to be dasa, people put, like, a bag on their head, and I find that rude. I mean, I would find that rude if that happened to me. Someone's like, okay, calm down and put a bag on my head. Oh, I guess you're right. Oh, uh, how's the arm, by the way? It should be shaping up okay. Doing all right. We're about back down to the wrist, so okay. the hand's still kind of... But we're getting there. All right. you, can you feel your elbow and everything? Yeah, no, yeah, the elbow's good. It's just now my, my hand and part of my wrist is cool, just kind of... Cool, cool. I've got a nice stone hand. Stone hand. Zach Stonehand. <laughs> then you too can have a cool word-word name like me. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Well, uh, friends, folks. thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, we hope that you and uh, you enjoyed your your visit. 
Mm-hmm. You found some things that interest you. If you have any questions, of course, you know, feel free to, to send us a you know little tweets. Please do at, at, at Pet Shop Cast on Twitter. Hell yeah! Um, and um, thanks. And uh, do come again soon. Yeah, I've been Griffin. I've been Zach. And just remember, at the end of the day, why it's all about love, baby. It's all about love, no matter how many tentacles you have on your body. We had a lot of things with tentacles. Lots of tentacles today. today. A, a whole lot of tentacles. My goodness. Tentacles all, right, fantastic. all the way down. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> tentacles all the way down. Thank you so much for listening to episode 12 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you like the show, please check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you find podcasts. Give us a, a rate, review, subscribe our show. Let us know what you think. Also, if you want to support the show further, you can follow us on Twitter at PetShopCast or check out our website at PetShopCast.com. You can also check out our other show, Another Path, on Twitter at AnotherPathPod or the website AnotherPathPodcast.com. There you'll find links to both the merch store and the Patreon for Another Path and Pet Shop. So if you want to buy some cool shirts or hats or stuff like that, or if you want to check out the Patreon and donate financially to the show to support us in making more content that you guys can really enjoy. Lastly, if you want to check us out on Twitter, us personally, you can check me out at that guy, Zach Rob, and Griffin at Griff Cold. Again, thank you guys so much for listening, and please come again soon.